Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Evening, Commissioner. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, it's Talking Ish with your commish. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We are officially in the Christmas season. It's Black Friday. It's kickoff to the Christmas season. You know where people go crazy and go to stores for some reason? You know all the same shit you can probably find online. It would really have to be a great deal to compel me to get off my ass and go somewhere. Really, really have to be a good deal. Like life, life-altering deal. Few and far between. But anyway, hope you all enjoyed the uh, Thanksgiving. Hopefully uh, this is the first of many days off for you this weekend. For me, it's uh, this is day three in a row. Just been a... Uh, off of work, which is nice. It's nice to get away, decompress a little bit, especially knowing that there's a bigger break coming for Christmas. And it's that time of the year where, you know, you kind of check out of work. I don't know about you, but I'm checked out. I'm waiting for that new year. That's new year, new me. Going to do great work then. Don't really want to start too much right now. Going to do as little as I possibly can to get me through to the end of the year and then figure it out. I'm drinking an oatmeal stout that Uncle Andy and I made a couple weeks ago. It's uh, turned out pretty good. Pretty happy with it. And this uh, is uh, one of many drinks here on my like 75-day bender I've been on. Literally probably been drinking for uh, way too many days in a row, you know. And usually you take a break in between. I don't know, man. There's just something about those winter months that really get me um, in the mood for drinking. I like just like a warm, like a glass of whiskey. I'm not like getting shit-faced every night, but like a glass of whiskey warm the soul. I do get shit-faced probably, you know, once a week, maybe. So like, yeah, is that binge drinking? Sure. And again, here I am sitting trying to justify my abhorrent behavior. But just something about the winter makes me want to drink. And right now, having an oatmeal stout is a nice little, nice little just drink. It's sitting around. It's waiting there for me to try it. I'm not just going to fucking make a beer and not try it. It's just, you know, with Thanksgiving, um, we had two Thanksgivings. I don't know about you and your family, but that's kind of how we do things. We have two of everything for the fucking most part. Uh, Thanksgiving with Jen's family where I ate my fucking dick off. I drank probably three bottles of wine to my face. And then we went to Dino's and I pretty much did the same thing the next day. And then I'm just going to continue drinking into the weekend. But at some point... I'm going to get my shit together. I swear to God, it's going to happen. And I'm going to be uh, alcohol free. Probably likely not until after the new year because it's, uh, it's just that time of the year, man. And then new year, new me. I'll be feeling good. No more drinking for this guy. But until then, come over and try some of the beers we made because we, we got this oatmeal stout. We got a pale ale or some kind of ale. I don't remember. Red ale. We did a red ale. So come on over and try that out. Yeah, good shit. As all of you are probably aware by now, it is week 13. That is the final week of our fantasy football season, which means that there's a lot at stake in this final week. And it's been a crazy competitive year. I can't really recall a year that's come down to uh, so having so many scenarios at this point in the season, the very last game of the year. And I think so far no team has really stood like head and shoulders above any other. Uh, you've had flashes of brilliance from Zach Marone, from uh, Zach Fox. 
I think from the Gentile division, you've got a lot of inconsistency there. Every team that has held the top spot, which has been several, none of them really kind of scare you, but every one of them you can make an argument for winning the league, which is why it's an interesting scenario right now that we find ourselves in. I'm not going to get too much into the matchups that already happened because we're kind of beyond that, right? Like, we are way past the matchups. We're already back into the league and the season, and it's coming down. It's on. Week 13's already started. You had some games yesterday. Overall, kind of eh, games, right? The first game ended up coming down to the wire. Exciting game, I guess, in the end, but overall, just two teams you don't really give a shit about. Second game, it was just fun watching the Cowboys get the fucking shit kicked out of them by Josh Allen, of all people. And then the last game was just kind of a shit show. Fucking crazy, fucking weird game. Just a weird game. None of them really captivated me, but I'll tell you what does captivate me, some of the stuff that's going on this week. So let's go through each team. Let's talk about each person's, uh, where, where they can go, their trajectory, where they can finish potentially at their best, where they can finish potentially at their worst, and all of the different scenarios that might get them there. So let's start with Zach Marone, who's currently our number one overall team. He's sitting at 8-4 and four on top of the Jew division, on top of the league. Most points for in the league, but interestingly enough, the least points against. So a huge gap between his points for and points against, but it doesn't really matter. When you have the most points for, having the least points against, really kind of inconsequential, except for the fact that he's won some games, I think, uh, you know, that maybe he couldn't have won if he was playing a better team that week. That's all that means, so it just helps the record. So... In my mind, Zach has secured a top three playoff spot. He has a chance to be the number one overall team where he currently sits and get the bye. The bye, I think, is huge in fantasy football. And the way he can do that is just by uh, having a win and a ZFO loss. That'll secure the, the top spot for him. Or he could have a win, a ZFO win, and ZFO have less points for overall. And currently, Zach holds a 24.3 lead in the points for category over Fox. So really the worst Zach can finish is third overall, which would mean that he finished second in the Jew division because he can't finish uh, second overall because the second overall team is automatically going to be the winner of the Gentile division. Though both of these teams are arguably better than any team in the Gentile division and probably will finish with a better record than anyone in the Gentile division. But that's Zach's path. So really it's just you win and you're probably the number one team. You lose, you need some stuff to happen to kind of make sure you can secure that spot. Right now, BJ is the current uh, overall, second overall team at 7-5. and five. He has secured a playoff spot. The best he can finish is second overall. The worst he can finish is sixth. And if he were to finish in sixth, that would mean that uh, Joe, Dave, Brent all win. and He probably loses with some shitty points. Um, but to remain the second overall team and to get that bye... He needs a win and a Jove loss. That'll really secure it for him. Or if he wins and Jove wins, he currently holds a 67.9-point differential, which is a pretty solid margin of uh, lead for him right now. So I like his chances if he wins. Now, if he loses, he's going to need Jove to lose. He's going to need Brent and Dave to lose because Brent and Dave really right now have more points for than BJ. So that's BJ's path. Anywhere from second to sixth. Right now, he's holding two, but it's a fragile lead, as anything is. It's anything goes right now in the Gentile division. Zifo, our number three overall team at eight and four, has secured a top three playoff spot, very similar to Zach Marone in a lot of ways. He has a chance to finish number one overall. 
and get the bye if he wins and Zach Ron loses. Or he can win and Zach Ron can win, and he's got to overcome the 24.3 point differential that they have right now. Same scenario if they lose. So that's his path. Worst he can finish is third. Really good path for Zifo. Really wants to get that bye. Got to get the win this week. Jof, currently number four overall at seven and five. He has secured a playoff spot. Can finish anywhere from second overall to sixth. Uh, to be number two, he's going to need to win. BJ to lose. Or he can win. And BJ can win. But he's got to eliminate that 67.9 point advantage that BJ currently holds. Now, if he loses and BJ loses, there's a couple different things that can also happen. If Brent wins, then, you know, that's an interesting uh, tied spot for Joff. And I would likely overcome him on points. Same with Dave if Dave were to win. So if he loses, he's not actually uh, looking at a, a pretty good uh, good seat if all of those other things don't happen. So anywhere from second to sixth, like every other team in the fucking Gentile division. Fifth place overall right now is Dave at six and six. Most points for in the Gentile division, more than everyone in front of him. That's the important thing. So Dave can actually finish anywhere from second to six as well with a win and a BJ and Joe loss. Now, he can clinch the playoffs if he just wins. And if he loses, he can still make the playoffs. But he would need a, a, a few things to happen to guarantee that. I would need to uh, lose or he would be uh, in that sixth place spot. And then it would come down to either Jake or Mark. If Jake or Mark won and Dave lost and they could overcome the points differential. Right now, Mark has a slight advantage over Dave and Jake is very close. So Dave just needs to win and he's in. And he can get all the way up to second. But if he loses, several things can happen to where he may not make the playoffs. So that's how far it can go for Dave. Kamish, in a very similar situation to Dave, currently number six overall, six and six. Not as many points for as Dave um, can finish anywhere from second to six still, though. And that would happen. Uh, finishing in si second for me would be uh, a win with Dave losing, Joe losing, BJ losing. Because right now I think I have a, a decent enough point for differential against Jove and BJ to where I can overcome that. Dave's the one I got to worry about if I want to make it all the way to two. I can clinch the playoffs if I just win. Win and you're in. You make the playoffs. Now, if I lose, I would basically want Dave to lose um, and have less points for than me to put him into a position to be um, kind of in more competition with Jake and Mark. Um, but Jake and Mark would also need to lose for me because they both probably are going to have better points for. So basically I got to win. I got to win because the scenarios, if I lose, aren't good. Um, Mark currently the number seven team overall, five and seven, first team out of the playoffs, third most points for in the league, but the most points against really hurting Mark. He can clinch the playoffs. If now he has to win, he has to win the game. I preface all of this. He, the only way he can make the playoffs is if he wins. And even if he wins, he would need Brent and or Dave to lose and Jake to lose and have less points for than him. So a couple ways he can get in, but all of them require him winning. So he's got to win. Jake's in the same boat at eight and over, eighth overall, five and seven record, can clinch the playoffs, but he must win. And same scenario, Brent and Dave have to lose and Mark has to lose with or have uh, less points for. So a chance that Jake can make the playoffs, but he's got to win. Now we get to the teams that are out, the teams that have been 
uh, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So that starts with Mike, who is now ninth overall, four and eight, cannot make the playoffs, but he can get paintballed. That would mean Stein wins, ML loses, and then it's ML getting paintballed. Now, if they both win, let's say Stein and uh, Mike both win, Stein would have to overcome the points for differential, which right now it's a lot of points. If they both lose, same scenario, um, but that would mean that Mike shit the bed if Mike's the one getting paintballed. So, Mike's not safe yet. The most scary scenario right now for Mike is the fact that he's playing the commish, who has not been a strong team in these last final weeks. And then we end with Stein, currently in dead last, 4-8, and eight, cannot make the playoffs. Same scenario. If he wins and Mike loses, he's out of paintball contention. Now, if, the win, if he wins and Mike wins, or if he loses and Mike loses, it's all coming down to points for. So that's all of your different scenarios, which is basically your power rankings right now, too. It will all come down to this final week, week 13. Right now, we've got the matchups underway so far. Um, here's the projections for the matchups that we have to go. We've got the Kamish right now projected at 121.31 versus Stein, uh, who is now currently projected at 128.84. So very close matchup there. Then we've got Dave taking on Joe. Right now, Dave's got a pretty nice uh, projected point advantage at 123.75 to 103.77. Then we've got Mike taking on Zifo. This one also kind of looks a little closer. 127.41 lead that Zifo holds over Mike's 120.78. So 127.41 to 120.78. And then uh, we got BJ taking on the King of Jetro. This one is very, very, very tight. Jake currently holding the lead 125.16 to 122.13. Then, in our final matchup, we got Mark taking on Zach Maron. And right now, Mark holds the lead 131.52 to 128.33. A lot of close matchups. Things going down. On Sunday, should be a great week of football. Close out this season strong. See who makes the playoffs. Come back next week, do the playoff preview. It's going to be good. We'll do the awards show. You know, all the uh, typical talking issue, your commish type of shit. So as many of you know, I am turning uh, 30 this year, December 18th. My wife turns 30 the week after me on Christmas, December 25th. And uh, I've got a mother-in-law who's an Italian mother-in-law and wants to celebrate our 30th birthday with us by having all of our families together, which means that not this coming weekend, so like week 13 of NFL, but week 14 of NFL, uh, like December 8th or whatever that weekend happens to be, Jen's uh, mom is having us, my whole family, so like me and my whole extended family to her house with her whole extended family and uh, we're going to have a 30th birthday. Now, that's a great thing, right? Families getting together. It's a great time to just, like, have everybody you're, uh, that you care about around you. It's kind of like your wedding all over again. Except when you're at a wedding, um, everybody, for the most part, when they have to interact, is shit-faced. Fucking shit-wrecked. When you're in somebody's house, it's a little bit less uh, socially appropriate to be that level of drunk. So there's a lot more awkwardness. Because, like, our families come from two different spectrums. 
Now, my grandfather on my dad's side and my mom's side, they were working class, blue collar people that afforded my parents the privilege of being more white collar. And my dad came into his money, and you know how he is now. He's like a fucking new money asshole. He's what you would call nigger rich, if you will. Um, Jen's family, uh, blue collar family, hardworking, also kind of afforded their their uh, kids the ability to have white collar lives. And her dad, hardworking guy, family owned dealership for a very long time. So it's just like different spectrums of people. The one thing though that is for sure is that a lot of subtly racist people in that crowd. Awfully lot of just, you know, the silent majority types. That's probably true of any um, suburban white family that you have like the silent majority racist types um, that just hide amongst your family. And every now and then they allow a little bit of it and give you a little preview of like, hey, this is how I really think. And I actually think that might be the thing that they find common ground on my two families. Uh, so looking forward to that. That'll be fun and awkward and uncomfortable. I'm sure we will recap that. Next, uh, not next weekend, the following weekend, but that fucking week after when we're uh, probably into the heat of the playoffs and heading towards Christmas. And it is getting close to Christmas time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. If you haven't already got your fucking Christmas shit up, you better. What are you waiting for? You already lost a week. Thanksgiving was way later than it usually is. So you lost a week on the Christmas season. I've got all my shit up. My all of my Christmas lights are up. I went all out balls to the fucking wall. I've had my lights up. For like 10 days already. I'm way ahead of the curve. First person in the fucking neighborhood. Like the obnoxious one. Who had it before Thanksgiving. But guess what? Suck my motherfucking dick. Thanksgiving's great. Best eating day of the year. But nothing takes the fucking cake on Christmas, dude. Christmas is the fucking best. Nothing beats the Christmas season. Fest- all the festive lights and shit. So, uh, looking forward to Christmas. I'm already in the Christmas spirit. All I want for Christmas is to make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. Just squeak in, sneak my way in once more, and uh, try to take this thing home for the third straight time. My chances are very slim, very unlikely. I would put myself as, uh, of the current playoff teams, lowest odds for sure, 100%. I'd even give some of the teams outside the playoffs better odds than me right now. But we will see. It's an interesting week. A lot could happen. Okay. With that, let's go to you. The listeners to see what's on your mind. We're actually going to start with Joe, who sent this one in last week, and I missed it because he sent it to my email, which I don't check. I've been pretty adamant about the fact that I don't check my email. So text it to me. It's easier if you can. If it's too big, just shoot me a text when you send it to me, and then I'll know. And that way we'll know. But let's go to Joe. Brent, this weekend I went to my friend's daughter's one-year-old birthday party, and I wore a quarter zip. And I would say that that's about the most 30-something thing about me. That's pretty 30 of, of you, man. Like, that's very mature. That's like, if you, if you looked up, like, 30-something in the uh, in the old dictionary, that's the picture I'd have in my head. Let's go to our next caller. Bert, it's a fucking rat race out there. I mean, the holiday season's amongst us. It's Everybody's out there trying to go in the fucking maze. You know, there's mouses that make the maze, and there's rats that know how to find the cheese. I don't think anyone's finding the cheese, personally. That's just my opinion. You can keep searching for it. I don't think anyone's getting it. That's just my opinion. I'm going to get that cheese, dude. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Let's go, Mark. Yo, Brent. I'll be quick. Just want to put my prediction out there of what I want to happen this weekend. Fantasyland. I want Mike to lose. I want you to lose, Brent. 
so that I can slip my way into the playoffs and paintball someone new, you know, Mike. Um, I just like paintballing new people. So that's all I got. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, Mark. Let's see how it is, man. I know you just want to make it in, but you can make it in if, uh, you know, I win and Dave loses. So Dave could lose too. You got the points advantage. Take them on, dude. Take them on. Let's go to Jake. Hey, Brent. Happy Thanksgiving, Kamish. King of Jetro, dude. Thanksgiving was a great time. Got to watch uh, the cow. Dude, got to watch the cowgirls get their aces beat on national TV. Sorry, Jerry, you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Dude, birds, first place is ours for the taking this week. Um, other than that, great Thanksgiving. Been getting drunk every night for the last three nights with my family, and I feel like a total piece of shit now. Um, but yeah, other than that, life is good. I'm going to win this week and find my way in the playoffs. King of Jetro, dude. Out. Go Birds. Go Birds. And, uh, you know, the picture's bleak right now for the Birds. Not to go on too much of a diatribe on the Eagles, but there is a game Sunday. It's very important now. You're uh, pretty much tied with the Cowboys for just about the most mediocre team that may or may not make the playoffs in football. And you got an opportunity to go out there and win a game on Sunday that could really help your case, right? Just go out there and win. All you got to do, and it's a very winnable game. You control your destiny right now, but this team is bad. It's a bad football team. That was garbage against Seattle. At least the New uh, New England game, you put up somewhat of a good game, some semblance of a fight. Seahawks game offensively was the worst game I've ever seen uh, Carson Wentz play. It's the worst game I've ever seen Doug coach just terrible all around. Not a great game. But we've been here before. We've had moments where these two have just looked... and What we haven't seen from the Carson side, I think, is that fire to go the other way. It seems like he, the more he presses, the further away from glory he gets. And maybe now he's got a kid, things will change his perspective. I don't know. I honestly think it's his lack of nut energy that's led to his piss-poor performance. Carson's everything for this team. Right now, the fact that you don't have the weapons that you know most teams have. Right now, given the fact that your defense is just fucking keeping you in games, Carson Wentz has to be the guy to lead this team if they're going to find a win. And right now, not looking like he's able to do that, at least if you use the sample size of the last few games. He's hurt them more than he's helped them. Now, he's throwing to parking cones and uh, stop signs out there. Not very good targets. Agreed. Not very many weapons. Not having his best running back in Jordan Howard. It's been difficult for Carson. But the best quarterbacks, the one who make the ones who make the money that he makes, are the ones that need to be the best player on the field. They need to transcend all of those obstacles and lead their team. That's what they're paid to do. So that's my two cents. Now, go and do that against a shitty Miami Dolphins team this weekend. And get some momentum so that when you do play a team that's actually worth a damn, maybe you got some wind beneath your sails. We'll see you this weekend. Let's go to Dave. It's just funny how everybody, you know, runs around like a chicken with their head cut off for the holidays, you know, buying this, buying that, prepping all this stuff, getting family to travel, come to your house, 
get all the fine china in the room that no one ever uses. You eat one meal and you shit it out four hours later. Just like eating at a Michelin star restaurant, you know? Hey, it's an expensive place. The food's really good. But at the end of the day, you're going to shit it out. It's going in the toilet. It's not going to make you Superman. Four hours later, all that work. One big turd in the bowl. And by the way, your shit stinks. I agree. Food is food. It comes out your butt. But the thing that those places offer, your Michelin star restaurants, your Thanksgiving dinners, the thing that they offer that no food can ever uh, just come in and, and go out and be gone, the thing that they impact the most is your experience. It's the, the experience is key. It's everything. Sitting down at Thanksgiving, the food is part of the experience. And the experience is what you remember. The turds will come and go, Dave, but the experiences last forever. Let's close it down with Jake. One more time, the King of Jetro. One last quick note. Shout out to all the people who worked from home today, like me, who just took like five shits over the course of the day and just wiggled the mouse on their on their fucking laptop so that it looked like they were still online, but in reality didn't do shit. It's corporate America, baby. Happy Thanksgiving. I think it's ridiculous that anyone has to work on Thanksgiving. My company gives us off Black Friday every single year because it's absurd. Thanksgiving, what do you do? You eat and drink and be a piece of shit. What are you expected to actually like log in a day of work the next day? And I get it, you know, like if oh, your company's just gonna let you work from home and it's like a free day off that no one really gives a shit about, that's one thing. But just the fact that you got to go through the motions at all, it's kind of bullshit. Let's just call a spade a spade, eliminate that day from the old calendar, make it a national goddamn holiday. We're all trying to get our Christmas shopping done. A lot of people need shit they don't actually need, so uh, let us fucking do it. National holiday. Anyway, that's all we got for the soundboard. I'll be honest, guys, it's a little disappointing. It's the same people every fucking week contributing to this thing. And then it's pulling teeth with everybody else. And I I know the contribution on the whole has been better than previous years, but there's no reason you can't send a sounder. I'm taking time out of my fucking busy weekend to do this goddamn podcast. The least you can do is send me a fucking five-second clip. Don't be a fucking dick. Don't give me an excuse of you're here, you're there. I don't give a shit. I'm here, I'm doing this, you fucking send me a clip that's at least two to three seconds long. How fucking hard is that? Go to your bathroom and fucking film you taking a shit. I don't give a shit. Send something. Let me know you exist. Let me know you care. Good luck to everybody in these uh, in this final week of the fantasy football season. Playoffs will be set after this week is complete, and I'm looking forward to it. Even if I'm in, even if I'm out, I'm going to give you the same level of uh, fervor that I would if I was winning the championship. Everybody deserves it. With that, <coughs> that's all I got for you this week, so enjoy your fucking holiday season. <coughs> you better get started on that Christmas shopping. Don't wait till the last minute. You'll pay more money, and you won't get the good deals. It's all about the deals. Just ask ML, the man of the deal. ML and Mark, finding those deals. Find me those deals, bro. Let me know. Send them my way. Uh, it's been Talking Issue with Your Commission. Good luck week 13. See you next week. I was born on electric fever On the streets of Rockaway hey. I was born on electric fever Revolution's just a right away Ooh, yeah. What's up, Paul?
Even it's earned, God dog it. Um, I think you just got, uh, cucked.